let's look a little deeper at our scripture for today. Um, one of the things that I've been taught as I look at scripture, if a certain word is used many times, that that was intentional, that the, the writer of that scripture wanted us to focus, wanted us to hear, wanted us to remember that word. And what's the word that we hear in today's scripture? Welcome. Welcome. And scripture is, is translated. And, and uh, there's other words that, that some of the other scriptures use other than welcome. But for me, I think this word really in, puts together what Jesus had in mind. Um, the word in the Greek is dakome, and it's a word that means to receive, or to accept, or to welcome. And a lot of this scripture is about sending and receiving. Jesus was sending the disciples out, and it was his hope that he would, they would be welcomed or received well, wherever they went to. We see the word welcome, though, used various ways down through the, in the Scriptures. I like some of these. In 1 Peter 4, 9, it says, Offer hospitality, or welcome, to one another without grumbling. That's important. Do you feel welcome if somebody's grumbling at you? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, that doesn't go over well because the two words almost seem opposed to each other. You know, grumbling and welcome. So we need to be careful of who, what, how we say things. Because it's not always just the words we use, but how we say them. And uh, we want people to feel welcome, not grumble at. Uh, another scripture is, is first in Romans 15, 7. And it says, accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. So I think this is going a little further into the welcoming and accepting others. It's not to bring attention to ourselves. We do it to lift up God. So a lot of the welcoming that we do, what's the motivation? Are we welcoming that person just to get on their good side? Is it because we want them to hear something or do something for us? And so we're going to be welcoming or are we welcoming truly from our hearts? And is it what God wants us to do? And, and God's love is showing through us as we welcome people. Again, it, it can't be about us. It's got to be about God. And then in Hebrews 13.1, I really like this one. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. This gets back to what Pastor Kurt says, you know, the strangers, um, it's saying to welcome everybody. Now, who is a stranger? Stranger somebody you don't know. Maybe it's somebody that doesn't look like us, somebody that doesn't talk like us, maybe a different culture. But I think what this is saying that uh, we don't choose who we welcome. 
A lot of times it's the Holy Spirit or it's God that, that puts people in our paths. And we can choose to welcome them, or we can choose to say, well, I don't want to get around that person, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to put a barrier up, you know, and, and not really spend time with them. So we need to work at welcoming everyone, regardless of gender, nationality, appearance, or anything else that might be a barrier to us reaching out to them. Again, all are worthy, all are worthy of a welcome. So here we have today's passage of Scripture where we find Jesus sending out his disciples with some words of what to expect. He wanted to prepare his, his disciples. And some people will welcome them with open arms. And, and maybe they know a little bit about Jesus. Maybe they've heard about this, this rabbi, this Messiah. And these disciples are bringing the good news of, of this Messiah, and they're going to welcome them into their home. But you know what? There might be other people that haven't heard of Jesus. And so there might be some barriers up. Who are some people that, you know, does anybody get telephone calls they don't want? You know, these telemarketers. A lot of times if I listen and there's a, a, a ding, I know that, and it takes a while for them to answer the phone, that's probably a telemarketer and I hang up. Are there people that come to your door at your house and are selling things? Maybe you don't want to talk to them. And as you see these disciples coming, some people won't know who they are. Maybe they'll look like uh, strangers. Uh, maybe they're people they don't know. And so, you know, there are people that, that you tend to push away. And Jesus was just saying, be ready, be ready, because there are some people that won't want you there. You know, you're supposed to just dust off your shoes and, and go to the next home or go someplace else. But what Jesus was hoping that, what they would find with people that are welcoming to them. And then uh, it, it talks about, in this scripture, anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. So there's a connection here. These disciples are going out, but they're extensions of who? They're extensions of the, the rabbi, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you know, when we go out as witnesses like that, we need to make sure that our words, our manners, everything we do goes along with, with, with that image. Because we are re representing, and we want to represent well our Lord and our Savior. Now, in the days of the apostles, Jewish families were considered a great privilege to be able to host a priest, a rabbi, or a teacher in their home. And so if they came around, they were supposed to provide hospitality to the servants of God. And they would hope that they would get a blessing from this. And so let's go on to the next one. Uh, verse 41. That's not it, is it? There it is. Nope, there you go. Whatever welcomes a, whoever welcomes a prophet has a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Uh, so part of uh, what their belief was that 
if you have a rabbi or teacher or someone that you welcome them into your home, there'll be a reward. Now, I wondered what that was. Did they think you were going to be blessed with a lot of money? You know, these guys, do they have any money? No. And, and God could do that. But I think the reward that they were really looking at was more of a spiritual reward that when you invite somebody into your house that's a priest or a rabbi, they're going to be able to teach you something. Maybe they'll teach you about God. Maybe they'll help you understand how to be a little closer to God. And so this is a, a spiritual reward. You know, I've been in Sunday school classes and, and around people, and I've been rewarded a lot of times by maybe something I hadn't thought of. Um, maybe they push me uh, in a direction I need to go. But these are the kind of spiritual rewards that I think we're, we're looking for more than anything else. Um, in verse 42, it talks about the act of kindness or hospitality in offering a cup of cold water to one of the least of these disciples. Now, if you think about it, what kind of area was uh, the apostles living in? Was it cold? No, it was hot. It was arid. It was like Arizona. Now, they didn't have electricity back then. Where are they going to get a cup of cold water? See, most of the water that they drank was tepid. It was just whatever the temperature of the water was, normal. Uh, maybe there had to be a special spring. Uh, I remember when we were, we'd go to the farm for vacation down in southern Illinois, and there was a, a spring water there. And they had a cistern well that you could get the water out of, but I'll tell you, the best water was that spring water. You get it right from the source, and when it come up out of the ground, it was nice and cold and refreshing. So. What it's talking about is giving a cup of water that is special, that is rare. It's honoring to people because that, that cup of water is not something that everybody has. And, and who are you giving it to? Are you giving it to the rabbi, the Messiah? No, you're giving it to the least of my disciples, the little ones. Uh, maybe a better uh, translation instead of little ones would be a novice or uh, a, a, just a new disciple, just became a new disciple. But they're on the bottom. And who is it that Jesus tries to lift up? The least of these, those that, that are on the bottom. He says, try to make them feel important. And I think that says a lot to us about welcoming people. What is it that we can do to help that person feel welcomed? Especially the least and the youngest. A lot of these people are overlooked. A lot of these people are, are not lifted up. Do not feel important. So this is the ministry that, that, of welcoming that Jesus is offering to us. That in our own way, that we would lift up other people. And then it goes on to say that they'll earn a special reward in God's eyes. The reward that we get, though, is just a loving Heavenly Father. A Father that, a Heavenly Father that, that loves us greatly and, and loves it when we can pass that love on to other people. 